Welcome to the Restored and Remarried podcast with Gil and Brenda Stewart. Gil and Brenda are internationally known marriage experts who specialize in remarriage and the step family. The Stewarts offer valuable principles that can improve your relationship satisfaction with the love of your life. Here they are, coach and counselors, authors and speakers, Gil and Brenda Stewart. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Restored and Remarried. And uh, Brenda and I have a special guest today who we're going to introduce in just a moment. But uh, we want to remember, uh, no, we want you to remember that this uh, podcast is to pass along tips, tools, and tingles for your relationship. Woohoo! Love those tingles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, today we are excited because we get to interview, uh, I don't know how long we've known Laura, but Laura Petherbridge is with us and she is the smart stepmom. So, hello, Laura. Welcome. Hi. It's good to talk to you. Yeah. How long have we known each other now? I was trying to, when you were saying that, my brain was, was kind of kicking in. Was it before the first summit, the first, um, Ron Deal's first summit, or not? I think that that's kind of we knew of you, and then yeah. I know that we got to meet you at the very first uh, Step Family Summit in Dallas about hey, five right. or six years ago. It's been several years. I know, Gil, you always say add a year because our memory <laughs> <laughs> So for those of you that don't know about Laura, she is an author of five books, and I think one of the most renowned one is The Smart Stepmom. She is an international speaker and a life coach, and she is just a huge stepmom encourager on social media. So I just... um, I know that you'll, our listeners today will have a, a great, uh, take away some great nuggets from our, from our conversation here. So, Laura, to start off, what led you into this type of ministry for stepmoms? Well, I kind of went kicking and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it was not my first choice, uh, just because I had worked in divorce recovery ministry prior to this, and so which I still do, but, I mean, that was my introduction into to helping people in this genre. And that was complicated enough. So when I thought about adding step-family ministry, and especially right around the time when Ron Deal asked me to co-author with the Smart Stepmom, I really resisted it because I thought, oh, my gosh, divorce recovery is complicated enough. Mm. Step families are even ten times more complicated. And so to be honest with you, initially I resisted it. But I just felt a nudge, a nudge from God, a nudge uh, in in my own journey as a stepmom, and I headed in that direction, co-authored the book uh, with Ron, and then wrote a couple more afterwards. But it it really was a a journey myself to discover what it was stepmoms really were seeking and what I could do to help fill that gap. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for stepping up to the call, even though there is resistance in the beginning. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, what I wanted to kind of focus on today, you know, there's, we talk about stepmoms in general, but I think there's a growing population of women that are coming into an instant step family that have never been married before or never had children of their own. Yes. And uh, I know when we interact with those type of ladies, even at our seminars, um, you know, we'll have people stand up and explain how they got into a step family. And usually when those ladies step forward to say that, you know, here they are, an instant mom, that Gil usually takes a knee and 
and it's like, oh, you know. <laughs> they walk on water. Yeah, because we realize that, man, that is one of the hardest combinations of starting a step family. So what are some of the myths that women that have not had kids or maybe not been married before kind of think about when they, they step into this step family? Yeah, that it really, you're absolutely right. I myself am a stepmom that does not have any biological children or is a childless stepmom. And I was married previously, but I did not have children. So I did not bring children into my second marriage. My husband has two sons, and they were 11 and 13 when we got married. And plus, I grew up in a step family. My dad had remarried actually twice after the divorce with my mom. So I knew what it was like to be a stepchild, and I knew what it was like to have a stepmom and a stepdad. So I think when I married Steve as, as a, a woman that didn't have any biological children, I just thought, you know what, I will just try to be the best, you know, woman, influence, mom-like figure in their life uh, as I can be, and I'll, I'll try not to interfere with the relationship with their dad. A lot of the things I had learned as a stepchild that I didn't like, I was going to try to implement that myself. Mm. What you say in your question about myths, what I didn't know was that the kids really didn't want a stepmother. They didn't hate me or think I was horrible or anything like that, but it was more, you know, we've had our dad to ourselves for the last seven years, and that was just fine, and we don't really need you or want you. Um, you know, you're a nice lady, but, um, you know... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> And so it so took me by surprise how little influence I was going to have in their lives, how much their other home was going to affect my home. Mm. And I was raised in a very strict home. And so to see my husband not parenting in the way that I had been parented, I had to fight that constant voice that was saying that he wasn't being strict enough with them. And see, if I had had my own children, I might have already dealt with that with, with a spouse. But right. because I didn't have my own children, I had never dealt with that before. And so I was constantly battling that you aren't parenting your kids properly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, as you can tell, that went really well. Right. Let's right. <laughs> is uh, you were surprised at the little influence you would have. Yes. So do you want me to go back there? Do you want to go back there? No, and go ahead. It? And you, I was just saying you underestimated the influence of the other home. Yes, I underestimated the influence of the other home, how much the mom would be dictating our schedule on the weekends and mm. their activities and just their wants and desires Again, I was very used to my mother telling me what I was going to do, not kids telling the parent what they were going to do. And it just, the whole thing was just such a shock to me. And so I, I really, uh, I guess your, your question was, what would I say to a stepmom entering that or a woman entering that role? The first thing would be make sure you get very, very educated on the reality of stepmom life. Now, it's different for every person. 
There's mm-hmm. no cookie-cutter answer to that. But uh, most stepmoms, in particular childless stepmoms, are quite ambushed by the ongoing activity of having kids around the house. The That's noise an interesting level, word, ambush. That's so real. Yes. <laughs> yes, you're ambushed by the noise, by the constant activity, by the constant questions and, you know, kind of clinging to you, the constant food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the constant transportation needs, you know, the homework needs. It's just you're really ambushed by all of this new activity, plus you add that you're in a new marriage, so you're trying to deal with all the changes there, plus you're dealing with the child living in two homes. Mm-hmm. So this is way more complex than a first-time marriage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've heard the the statistic that there's 72 differences between a second marriage and a first marriage. Yes, I would agree. And, with yeah, that. I had not heard that, but I would agree with that. The differences right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So we talked about you know some of the myths, which have kind of bled over to my next question, which you know what are some some of the common struggles from these uh, stepmoms that are coming in that don't have any kids. Um, you, know, yes. you speak to work with a lot of moms all over the United States and beyond. Do you see like a common thread of struggle? I, I do. Some of them, first of all, they can feel very lonely because they don't have their own children to sort of buddy up to when the stepchild rejects them. Mm-hmm. There's really, they almost feel like there's no place for them to run because their husband is trying to balance pleasing his wife and pleasing his kids. So she doesn't really feel like he's the safe place to run to. Not that he necessarily is doing anything bad, but she just sort of views him as more on the the child's side. And she has no children. If she runs to girlfriends or women at church, they don't get this at all. And so they're saying, well, why aren't you viewing those kids as your own kids? You should be viewing those stepchildren as your own children. And to anybody listening, if you are saying that to a friend or to someone that, um, that, you know, that's coming to you with these kind of burdens, that is one of the worst things you can say to a stepmom, yeah. is you should love these children exactly the way you would your own. Because the bottom line on that is, whether you're childless or not, the chance of that is very, very rare. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that in meanness or that you don't love your stepchildren. I'm saying that to compare a woman who has given birth and has loved that child from the minute she saw them on the sonogram <laughs> to a woman who today, you know, today meets a child for the first time and they already have another mother, to think those two things are exactly the same is just illogical. Uh, it's it's just not wise. And so she she starts to feel that like, oh my gosh, maybe I don't love them enough. And my girlfriend over here is telling me I should be loving them differently. It's just very isolating for the right. stepmom. And she doesn't know where to get help. Right. Yeah. You know, even as you were talking about, you know, that mom 
being in love with that kiddo from the time they see the kiddo on the sonogram, the bonding, um, just kind of go there for a second because a stepmom doesn't get a chance to bond. She's kind of thrown into this where a biological mom, she's had it from, you know, literally from conception. So to to say that to a, to a stepmom, just love them like your own, that, that doesn't, that doesn't add up. Can you kind of go there just a little bit more? Yes, for sure. And, you know, we would never think to say that to, you know, Brenda, I would never think to say to you, you shouldn't love your neighbor's child exactly the same way you do your own. <laughs> right. See, we would never think to say that. That's no. crazy. You know, we would never think to say that. But technically, you have as much of a bond with your neighbor's child as you do when you are getting involved with a man who has children. Yeah. That bond takes time. It takes, and see, you'd even have an easier time bonding with the neighbor's child because that child might embrace you in their life. They view you as a benefit. Mm-hmm. Where a stepchild often views, who's this lady coming into our life? And, you know, now we have to sit at the table and eat, you know, turkey and gravy, and we used to be able to just eat pizza and Pepsi all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know? <laughs> see, there's, a, there's a rub there often with a stepmom. And so... It really is unrealistic to expect this woman to step into the scene and that she's automatically going to bond with these children who are strangers, who often feel like it's disloyal to their mother for them to embrace her, so they resist it, Mm -hmm. and they're, they're kids that her husband had with another woman. Right. You see, there's so many complexities here that people just don't stop and think through. And I want to make sure I'm not offending uh, women and couples that adopt children. Because becoming a step-parent is very different than adopting a child. Mm. When you adopt a child, the husband and wife go together and they adopt the child together as a couple. So even though the child did not come from the mother's body like we mentioned, the womb, her womb, it is still a bond that the husband and wife went, they longed for this baby, they brought this baby Mm -hmm. to their home together. Mm -hmm. That is different than a stepmom all of a sudden being thrown into the mix with a man who has a former spouse and the child has a mother that is still active in their lives. Yeah, good point. Totally different mix. Yeah, good point. And I think another thing along with this, too, is these stepmoms, you know, they really need to listen to other stepmoms. Yes. <laughs> because a mom, regular mom, doesn't understand the, the moving parts of a step family to the depth. I mean, until you live it, you just don't really fully understand. Yes. Sure. And there are many mistakes that we stepmoms make, in particular in the beginning, and we defend to the death, you know, that I'm going to be the mom in this home, you know, things like that, or I am another mom to this child. And you know what? Sometimes that happens, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And when we get so dead set on being right, rather than having the relationship with the child, yeah. mm-hmm. we're, we're headed for trouble. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> that, is, oh, that is awesome. So and, uh, do you have another struggle that uh, seems to be kind of common that kind of comes to mind? 
Yes, another struggle that that stepmoms in general, childless sometimes, but but in general, is that they try to usurp dad's role. So often we women want the home flowing so well and so smooth, and that's because it's our nest. That's because it's where we feel safe. That's because it's it's our you know, the the mom, the woman in the home, that's where she nurtures. That's that's her spot. Mm-hmm. And so often when dad is not parenting or not stepping up to some of the things he needs to be doing, it's very easy for a stepmom to usurp his role and step into his role. And this is another huge mistake that we stepmoms make. And I get a lot of flack for saying that. (laughs) Some people really don't like it when I say that. But often when stepmoms contact me with a problem, I tell them, you need to step back and let dad handle this. And they say, but he won't. And then I say, you have to step back and stop stepping into his place so that he has to. And see, when the stepmom steps into dad's role, it causes resentment with the stepchild. They want their parent. And so it's, it's a very complex dance because dad doesn't want to be the heavy. He doesn't want to tell the kid no because he only sees him a few days a week. And so he's happy to let stepmom become the bad cop But if she does that, then the child resents her. She doesn't have the bond with the child to become the bad cop. So dad has to stay in that parenting role and be there beside his new wife and come alongside her and say, I'm the parent, this is what we're doing, and I have given my wife, you know, authority to carry that out. (laughs) So... It's when she steps into the parenting role uh, and usurps dad's place that can cause a big problem. Yeah, and I think that's when it's really important uh, that the marriage is strong and that they're on the same page because when you usurp each other's you know, ability to parent, then the marriage suffers. Yes. And if you know, there's trust and honesty in that marriage so that you know, people can listen to each other's hearts to say, okay, why are you doing it this way? Well, this is the backstory to it. Okay, how can I support you? You know, the whole idea is you, we say you win as a team and you lose as a team. So if the marriage is strong, the kids are going to benefit for sure. That's correct. Okay, okay, i got to jump in. These ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I please do. i got to say something here. Okay. So here's this stepmom in a double bind. If she does one thing, she's wrong. If she does another, she's wrong. And here's the stepdad who, or this father who potentially could be clueless, and he's in a bind as well. Then all the women that you've talked to over the, through the country, Laura, what is the key thing that that stepmom would really like her, 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 dad, her husband, the father of these children, to step up and do? Is there a common, I wish yeah. he would just do? Mm-hmm. Question. Yeah, it's a great question. And... And let me say that this is probably the number one marital issue that in the, you know, 10 years now that I've been in step family ministry, it's probably the number one issue that stepmoms say to me. My husband refuses to parent his child and tell his child no. 
he lets his child run the house. And her, you know, that's her cry. You know, if I could just get my husband to say no to his kids sometimes, I think our home would be a lot more harmonious. But he refuses to do it. He's afraid to tell them no. He's afraid they'll stop coming to visit us. He's afraid they'll go home to mom and uh, say, you know, dad wouldn't let us or dad made us do this or dad set a boundary. And, you know, he's afraid that the child's going to go home to the mom's home. And he's afraid that the child isn't going to love him anymore. I understand why he can't say no. But by not saying no, he's not building a strong family. He's just letting the child run. And he's parenting through guilt. That's right. So yes. what I hear you saying, ladies, is, is that a lot of these guys are stuck in a, a rock and a hard place, and it's yes. called, I avoid, and I make yes. no decision, then it'll all get better? Yes, and that, and that is the problem, is that Which, the wives get so tired, the stepmom gets so tired of needing to be the one that has to be the heavy that she just she either throws up her hands and and you know steps way back too far back then yeah. and and like I can't do this anymore yeah. um or she just becomes so frustrated now let me i I feel it's important here though to say step parents see their children through the lens of responsibility where parents see their children through the lens of love. This is very important to understand. The step-parent and the parent see the child through a different lens. With the parent, the first thing on their mind is, how can I love this child? With a step-parent, the first thing you think is, how can I help this child become responsible? How can I help this child become, you know, a good, a good person, a good, responsible person, a person that does the right thing? How can I nurture them into being, being responsible? doesn't mean you don't love them. It just means you love them through a different lens. And because that lens is different between parent and step-parent, See, it's beautiful if the step-parent and the parent can come together because then you've got a full lens. <laughs> Not only just love, but let's teach them how to be a good, responsible person. Yeah. So the perfect mix is if they can come together, the two parents, and listen to each other. But you see, when they look at that child, they're, they're looking at that child differently. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that. And there's where we often struggle. Yeah. Well, let me hijack the conversation for just a second. And if you could, speak to dads or husbands that are coming in who have no children, and the mom does. Yes. Well, that's a lot less complicated for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) The guys get off easy. Yeah. Don't don't ask me why. Uh, now, I'm not saying that dads don't struggle when they come in and get married to a woman who has children. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is those men uh, typically come in with a little more grace, a little more, well, let's give this some time to see how it works out. They often do not feel the need to automatically come in and start, take, start taking over the discipline. 
Now, the only reason that may be different, there's a, the situation where that may not be so, is if the mom has already been a very weak parent or has not been very good at disciplining their child or they let their child run wild, and the mom says to her new husband, I want you to take over the disciplinary role, that stepdad can become way too heavy-handed with that child. And so um, the person who should be doing the discipline in a step family, in particular in the first one to three years, is the biological parent, whether it's mom or dad. To hand that over to the other new step parent is a mistake. The child does not have the bond there. But men don't seem to be nearly as needy or is um, sensitive if the child kind of says, you know, I'm not ready to have you in my life yet, or I don't need a new dad, or I've already got a dad. I don't need to have you play football with me or, you know, take me bowling or whatever. I've already got a dad that does that. Mm -hmm. Men seem to be more like, oh, okay, (laughs) let me know if you need anything. <laughs> and, and let me also add here that children often embrace a stepdad more easily than they do a stepmom. And there's a simple reason for that. Stepdads often improve their level of how they live, where a stepmom normally doesn't change that. Mm. When a single parent mom gets married, She's often increasing her the household income. And so a lot of kids are like, oh, we were living in, you know, this really dumpy place when it was just us and mom. But now that she's married Joe, look at we're living in a house and we got a pool in the backyard. And, you know, their, their economic status often changes and the home becomes in many ways more stable when mom gets married, so they view stepdad as a perk. Hey, this is good. We like having this new guy. (laughs) Where mom, when stepmom comes, that normally does not occur. Mm -hmm. And so a stepdad is often viewed as a a benefit to the kids much more easily than the mom. I can say that in my own personal life. My mom, you know, my stepdad... I very rarely viewed as a negative in my life. As a matter of Mm -hmm. fact, he stepped up in many ways where my dad did not and so protected me and helped me and was there for me um, where I only view my two stepmoms as taking, in particular the first one when I was a kid, as taking my father away from me. I don't view them as a benefit. Yeah, this is great. Uh, It's almost like stating the obvious for moms and stepmoms to realize the importance and the the benefit dads have because sometimes we get so caught up in what we need and how we're feeling and that we forget to acknowledge the men that have stepped into you know our lives to love on our kids yes absolutely so okay in closing do you have one what would be your encouraging nugget for a stepmom Make certain you are reading resources that explain what your role is and what your role is not, and really try to get to some sort of an event that is focused on step families or step moms. Mm -hmm. 
This will give you tremendous relief in knowing that you're not alone, that the emotions you're experiencing are normal, that you're not a wicked stepmother, and that (laughs) there's tons of ways to improve and and learn how to be a smart stepmom. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Laura, and um, in the show notes we have uh, how people can get in touch with you at thesmartstepmom.com. Is that correct? That is correct, thesmartstepmom.com. Yeah, and you're on Facebook and Instagram, and you're all over the place. So we just uh, encourage our listeners to follow you because you have some incredible resources to support uh, stepmoms. So in conclusion, everyone, we want to remind you, as we always do, If you ain't got the marriage, you ain't got nothing. Thanks so much. You've been listening to Gil and Brenda Stewart with the Restored and Remarried Podcast. If you enjoyed today's time together, share it with a friend. And be sure to sign up for Gil and Brenda's free newsletter, subscribe to upcoming podcasts, and learn where they're speaking. It's all on their website, restoredandremarried.com. Connect on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and hashtag Restored and Remarried. Plus, they offer one-on-one couples coaching with amazing results. Join the Stewarts next time as they provide more tips, tools, and tingles for your relationship. Remember, if you ain't got the marriage, you ain't got nothing.